1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Inside
3: Access with Chase Jason Fora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson
4: University Online. 105.7 The Fan. In my mind. You yeah, know, this used to be
3: a weekly segment. Yes. Alas, sometimes things don't work out the way you'd like them to. Bradley Bozeman signs with the Carolina Panthers this offseason, now starting at center for the Panthers. And for the first time, probably, unfortunately, only time this season since the Ravens play the Panthers, we head out to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline where Bradley and Nikki Bozeman join us now. And, guys, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us once again. I guess we'll start with we miss you. How are you?
5: Doing great. Yeah, this brings back a lot of old memories for sure. So a little throwback here. Um, But, yeah, doing great.
2: Um, I, and obviously you guys have an, a, an arrival on the way. How yes. is that going, uh, Bradley? Have you been putting cribs together and putting together, um, you know, this or that, high chairs, all that stuff? Or wh- where are we in the process?
5: Yeah, we're we're a little behind in the process right now, but
2: uh...
6: <laughs> we're mentally ready and physically not ready.
2: <laughs> well, you guys
4: were so active in the Baltimore community. How how has it been in Charlotte?
5: Oh, it's been awesome. We actually did our Thanksgiving meal pack uh today in Charlotte. We wow. did about two thousand boxes today. Um and then we've been doing our sink snack program here as well. And we've packed around what, four thousand boxes mm-hmm. roughly. Wow. Um so it's been it's been great, you know, been able to really get entrenched in this community and it's been amazing. Uh everyone here has just been so so open armed to us and just helped us uh any way they could and just got this program off the ground really, really quickly. So just just glad that we can be making an impact here.
3: Was it just the easiest of transitions when you got down there?
5: Yeah, it was. It was a pretty smooth transition, honestly. Uh, this the city, everything, everything about it's been so awesome. Everyone's just been uh, welcoming us with open arms, and just been so, um, you know, just just been so welcoming. So it's been great.
2: We, you guys were were with us throughout sort of the process last year, and and kind of what it was like, right, going into M&T Bank Stadium for what might be the last time, you know, at home and. And then um, now coming back at, on the other side, like, are you guys going to hang out with the Zeitlers before the game? Yeah. Like, wh- how, I'm guessing there's a ton of people you want to see in a really limited amount of time, um, given the routes that you did set up here.
5: Yeah, for sure. You know, there, we, we made a lot of family and friends um, in while we we're in Baltimore, and I, I know Nikki's going to stay with the Ricards, I believe. Um, and so unfortunately, I don't have much that much yeah. time, but we're going to dinner. Um, not sure if our our schedules are going to line up quite right, but um, but yeah, definitely going to try to see some of the guys. Definitely see everyone after the game, obviously. But uh, but yeah, still still a lot of familiar faces, and I'm sure Nikki's going to make her rounds and and uh, pop in and see a few people. So. And
4: Bradley, on game day, just coming back to M&T Bank Stadium, you spent the first four years of your career there. Uh, Now you're in the visitors locker room. I mean, what's the feeling? What do you think the feeling is going to be like on game day?
5: Um, you know, I think it'll be good. It'll be, it'll be all good. You know, it's an, for me, it's it's another football game. Got to go out and showcase uh what I can do and and, and everything and you know, just I know those guys, those guys know me. Uh so I know it's going to be a good battle. Um, you know, just just excited for it.
2: Nikki, how how about for you? How much contact have you had with um some of the wives and girlfriends of of the Ravens players that you guys were closest with when you were here?
6: Yeah, we are. Um, we're all hanging out for the whole weekend. I'm actually coming in Thursday um, awesome. to get some extra time with them, you know, get my hair done, <laughs> do things I like. Yeah, I haven't yeah. even changed yet. But, um, but yes, we're, and I'm like sitting um, with the Zeitlers because they're always so generous and so awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm staying with the Ricards, you know, us and the Powers are going out to dinner. So it's just, you know, you're getting to see all your old um, buddies, which is really fun. We're
4: speaking to Bradley and Nikki Bozeman. It's inside access on the fan, and, and Nikki, same thing. Just asking Bradley, what, what's it going to be like going to M&T Bank Stadium and rooting against the Ravens?
6: I know it'll. It's definitely different. I think everyone has that. Like, if you move on from a team and then you go back to that team, it's always a little weird and a little different, but. You know, like I was telling him, you know, you played on that field for four years. So at least you have some comfortability with, you know, what's going on and like where the play clocks are and stuff like that. So um, but, yeah, no, it'll it'll definitely be weird. I'm hoping that everyone, you know, that we used to um, know there comes up and says hello. And so I'm hoping it'll be a really fun day.
3: Nick, yeah, I, I want to get more about how you're doing with the pregnancy and everything in and this time. The holidays are coming up. You guys are about to have a baby. How's everything going with you?
6: good it's going really good i mean i'm sure we're all not shocked the baby's measuring like three weeks ahead of schedule so because um, both of us aren't the smallest human beings in the world so um but yeah no i i mean i'm blessed to have a amazing pregnancy it's been awesome i can't believe we're down to like the last eight weeks so wow. um but no it's been good i am been chugging along feeling great you know just uh we were just saying we have nothing set up and I'm like, you know what? We'll figure it out when it gets here, right? <laughs> it'll um, all
2: work out. Um, yeah,
6: I'm just I'm not a stressed
2: person.
6: Yeah. So I'm like, you know, you have the baby, it gets fed and it sleeps somewhere and it'll be fine.
2: Yeah. No, it'll be it'll be awesome. Um well thinking uh, speaking of things settling in, Bradley, you, you guys um have really gotten the run game going. I was looking at some stats that ESPN put out earlier today. They had you as one of um, the top-graded run-blocking centers in, in the league. And and obviously, um, you know, you trade a Christian McCaffrey, and, and some people might think, oh, my goodness, there goes the ability to run the ball. But but you guys really have it cranking.
5: Yeah, yeah. It's just been something. Everyone's stepped up to the play. Everyone's done the things they need to do to prepare each week. Uh, we've, you know, we've had a little bit of success on the ground. Um, so yeah, it's just a testament to everyone coming together, uh, knowing you have to pick up that slack and just continue to, to chug along and make sure that, um, you're doing everything you can to make it easy on those backs. So it's been, it's been good. It's been a really good, uh, a good couple weeks for our offense.
3: Bradley, did Dante Foreman surprise you or is this, did you expect like you trade Christian McCaffrey and, and you think the run game's going to suffer, but he's been a beast.
5: Yeah. You know, you know where there's, when another opportunity opens up, you know some people take advantage of it. That's something he's definitely done. You know he's taken full advantage of this opportunity and really ran with it, um, literally. And uh, but it's been it's been great seeing him have the success. You know you see him every day. Um, you know working and practicing. and, You know trying to trying to do the things he needs to do to to be successful and to have, have some success on game day is always great to see.
4: Well, Bradley, even though the Panthers record isn't great, you guys are still just two games back of the division lead, and you guys beat the Bucks already in your first matchup. I guess that has to feel good that you're still in the mix.
5: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're, we're still we're still in it regardless of our record, and, um, you know, we're just, just trying to continue to find a way to win and continue to, to work and do the things we need to do to try to get in the playoffs. You know, that's what that's what everybody's goal is, uh, to get in the playoffs, win the Super Bowl. And, um, you know, we just hope that we can just continue to, to put some good things on film and uh, just just work work out for us. So, so we'll see. Guys, last thing. It's a
3: question for both of you. So I went to Nashville last weekend with my girlfriend, who Tim over here referred to as my lover. Uh, <laughs> do you ever refer to each other as lover? Uh, no.
6: <laughs> it's creepy, uh, right? No. No, I mean I. I don't think I would. No, no. it's kind of cringy. Re- yeah, if someone else refers to us as that, I'd be like, Haha, yeah, sure, <laughs> but I wouldn't refer to it myself. It's Super of cringy, course, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a little cringy, but yeah. you know each his
2: own yeah well he's on an island yeah. on this one. But we we continue to solicit people's uh, yeah, opinion yeah. but we're, we're completely with you guys there's yeah. no place for that it's
3: great to talk to you guys uh we miss you guys and bradley wish you all the success in the world and, and and i can't wait till your little one is uh comes out and says hello to everyone
5: oh thank you yeah we can't wait either it's gonna it's, it's an exciting time so uh really excited about it and maybe we'll see you guys at the game
3: yeah oh, well bradley have you found a favorite restaurant in charlotte
5: Oh, we did, and then it moved on us oh. uh, it was uh it was called midnight diner and they they they're mo- they're in the process of moving they're still staying in town but uh but yeah, it's good and then uh yeah, vanna probably for us has been been really it's so a just a cool little little kind of a hole in the wall uh place all wood fireplace or wood stove mm-hmm. um all that so it's it's just a really cool little, little area, but yeah I'd say it's definitely on our top list.
3: Well, guys, thanks so much for, for jumping in, and uh, much success en- to the both of enjoy you. Enjoy your trip back. Thank you. Uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. It's Inside Access here on a Tuesday. We'll come back. And something that was seemed like a big deal at the time, because it always does right after the draft, but the 2018 quarterback class, that draft class, it's not as good as you might have thought. We will reset that next here on The Fan.
2: Inside
3: Access on The Fan. 105.7 and Ben, Baltimore's home for sports. Ravens and Panthers, Sunday, M&T Bank Stadium. Baker Mayfield back at quarterback for the Panthers because P.J. Walker has a high ankle sprain. He'll be backed up by Sam Darnold, who was also in the same draft with Baker Mayfield. Let's go back to 2018. Baker Mayfield drafted one overall. Darnold, three to the Jets. Josh Allen, seven to the Bills. Josh Rosen, ten to the Arizona Cardinals. And then the last quarterback taken in the first round was Lamar Jackson at
2: 32. Three of those five will be on the field this Sunday along with Bradley Bozeman. Yes, they will. For this clash of the Titans. Uh, yeah, the league works in mysterious ways, man. And it's just an interesting time to go back to where this whole Lamar thing started. And just I can recall vividly um, how head over heels the New York Jets were when they caught when that uh, John Dorsey, then the, the GM of the Browns who loved to take risk, was going to take Baker Mayfield first overall. Because they and, and a, you know fair amount of other people who really evaluated that draft class were so gaga over Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. like like okay he throws a lot of picks, but no he's he's gonna be plug and play, he's gonna be a franchise savior, he's an elite quarterback prospect, um, and now here we are. Five years later, and Lamar Jackson has won an MVP, and we'll talk about this more on the show tomorrow, but is it still maybe be primed to do damage this year. Josh Allen, who the Bills moved up for, and there was controversy there as well, is he accurate enough? Looked like he was about to win an MVP, mm-hmm. and he's fallen on tougher times, but he's obviously an elite quarterback. And the first overall pick and the third overall pick were both on the bench to behind PJ Walker an XFL UFL yeah. whatever cast off and the only reason that they're playing in front of him is cuz Walker got hurt that's the NFL right there that, yeah. that's that's the, the first quarterback and the third evaluation pick. yeah and are
4: behind PJ Walker And the two least pro-ready quarterbacks, so pundits thought, in this draft class ended up being the two best far and away, where Josh Allen at Wyoming, could he ever get more accurate in the NFL? His completion percentage was like 51% in college, and Lamar's was 58%. And questions on whether Lamar's play style could... Uh, last for a while in the NFL and you got to give the Ravens all the credit in the world. I don't think many teams would have done what they did in the fact that they were all in on this kid They were all in and you had to be in order for him to be successful. Well remember when he took over for Joe Flacco in 2018
3: he was not even like he was not a finished product even close they they were essentially just they they just ran the ball occasional throw every now and then. But he ended up winning, what, they went what 7-1 and one down the stretch yeah. and won the division, including a win over Baker Mayfield and the Browns week 17 to clinch the division title. Uh, I can remember that there was a point in time where it looked like John Harbaugh was going to
2: lose his job. They were going to miss the playoffs. Well, if they just kept running the ball for three yards of carry and throwing it for four and a half yards downfield, which was basically the scope of their offense at that point in time, then then I think it would have been the end. He changed the trajectory
4: of this franchise. Absolutely. And I totally agree with you, Ken. They were 4-5 and going nowhere. If they would have missed the playoffs, that would have been, what, the fourth straight year of missing the playoffs because they made it 2014 prior to that. Then you have a new GM coming in with Eric Mm DaCosta. They would have blown this thing up if they didn't take a quarterback in 2018. So
2: he saved a lot of people's jobs. Well, and it's it's interesting. You look back on that top 10, and, you know, Rosen obviously was gone a year later. We chronicled the two quarterbacks. The eighth overall pick, Roquan Smith, yeah. fucks his way yeah. here. Yeah, that's true. A rent. It may just be a rental. Um, you know, Hayden Hurst was the, was the first pick of the Ravens in that draft. He's now down the road in Cincinnati. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, it's impossible to really – quantify how much Lamar Jackson has led has meant to this franchise how much he's changed it how much he's really become their entire identity yet part of the reason they're probably going to end up just renting Roquan Smith is that they don't have the kid signed
3: no it's going to be an interesting here's the thing it's going to be an interesting offseason oh boy Uh, now, now a lot of good can happen before then But it will be a fascinating offseason because you can only use the franchise tag once, and it looks like that's going to be going to the quarterback. Hey, coming up next, Purple Rain in the forecast. Justin Houston is third in the NFL in sacks despite missing almost four games, three games plus most of a fourth. Can he keep it up? Our answer will surprise you next here on The Fan.
5: Inside
3: access. 1057, the fan. Severe Severe weather weather. alert. 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 Torrential rainfall expected.
0: Purple rain.
3: Inside access to the castle with Jason LaConfora and Ken Wyman. Brought to you by LifeMed Institute. When we get sick, it sucks. Get the fuel you need at LifeMed Institute with vitamin booster shots. Call 410-575-1200 or go to LifeMedInstitute.com and boost your defense. Guys, Matthew Judon leads the NFL in sacks with 11 and a half. Zedarius Smith, also former Raven, and Nick Bosa tied for second at nine and a half. And then sitting in third, tied with Alex Highsmith at eight and a half sacks, is Justin Houston. He missed three games and most of a fourth, and he's tied for third in the NFL in sacks. My question is though, now he's had what one
2: game in 23, 24 days. Can he keep up this pace? I mean, I don't think he's going to get two sacks a game from here on out, uh, newsflash. But I I do think he can continue to be a a very impactful player for the Ravens. And the fact that the Cavalry should continue to come, Tyce Bowser should be ready for a bigger role. Um, We'll see about a job at some point, whether it's this week or weeks to come. Um, JPP settling into, you know, whatever they think that needs to look like. Um, and then Owe, maybe he can focus a little more on run fits, whatever. It's an interesting group, and it's hardly murderer's row that they face from um, an offensive standpoint. Uh, the the Panthers, if you look at their offensive line from a pressure rate standpoint, it, they, they grade really well. But there isn't a, a high number of pressures that they give up, but the pressures they do give up tend to get home. Their sack rate is not great. Um yeah, I I don't think this is flukish. I think Justin Houston will still be able to do give them a lot of bang for their buck in smaller doses. Before I go to you, Tim,
3: his career high in sacks in 2014 he had 22 in a season. Yeah, he's not getting that. But beyond <laughs> that, his second high is 11. He's done that twice. He's yes. probably going to beat yeah. that you know, if he like stays healthy.
2: 14, 15 sacks is not out of the realm of possibility.
4: If Ronnie Stanley is the biggest surprise this year, mm-hmm. Justin Houston has to be two, right? Like yeah, well, Yes. I, I can't think of someone. Eight and a half sacks. He played just six snaps in the Patriots game, so throw that out the window. He has a sack in every single game. And even when he came back from injury, guys, 33 years old, groin injury, so that's a soft tissue that can linger. It hasn't really lingered much for him, and... You mentioned the Panthers, Jason, and their offensive line. There's a lot of poor offensive lines pass-blocking-wise. Bengals are 30th in sacks allowed per game. Denver, 28th. They face the Steelers twice. They're 25th. Mm -hmm. Atlanta's 23rd. Yeah. So five of those games are against offensive lines in the bottom 10 in sacks allowed, I'm with you, Ken. I think he's going to blow past that 11 sack, which is his second highest uh, single season total. Did that twice. But no one could have seen this coming from a guy who came in late,
2: too. Yeah, well, look, a guy who they were willing to, right? right? Remember, they put the weird designation on him. I'm sure he wasn't thrilled about that. Yeah, and, like, the thing played out for a long time, and anybody could have had him, and people are throwing money at Ingram, and. People are throwing money, a lot of money, at Chandler Jones, and this this is as great of a of a budget signing as you could have ever hoped for. I don't think it's going to disappear or dry up. Again, I also don't think he's going to get two sacks every game. No, um, but then you think of what he means as a as a team leader, right? And he understands his role, and this is a guy who's comfortable not playing every snap. He, I mean, he he's at a point in his career where he gets less can be a lot more. Um, yeah, I mean, you're talking to, I mean, if you're going to talk about guys who have had the most surprising performances, him, you guys mentioned Ronnie Stanley, Gino Stone's got to be up there, right? They lost a $16 million yeah. safety for yeah. a, six weeks now. And nobody's yep. even talking about it. Yeah. Other than when he might come back. You sure. know, I, there's a very short list, I think, of guys who have r- maybe sort of gone the extra mile or defied at least our expectations. Yeah, Stone's probably three for me, Stanley
4: being one just because
2: we all had
3: no
4: expectations for that. But
2: Gino Stone, my
3: second favorite Stone behind Balloon. Yeah, yes. That's yeah. behind Balloon. Yeah.
4: Well, we mentioned the increased depth across Edge Rush, and they're gonna get a Jabbo, and then you have five guys there at <laughs> Edge Rush, and you aren't gonna suit up all of them week in and week out. Look at the first two weeks when they had just Houston and a Jabo. He played 54 Houston s- and he excuse me Houston Oway. He played 54 snaps in week 1, 49 snaps in week 2. So already too much and then you go to him coming back from injury. 16, 24, 33. He's going to be a lot better there because he's not playing 50-plus snaps a game.
3: 30's probably the the sweet spot, yeah, especially with Ajabo oh, and yeah. Bowser back. Assuming Maybe Ajabo doesn't play this Sunday, but Bowser will. and and So you've got the, the depth there. So, yeah, 30's probably the sweet spot.
2: Well, and the other thing that could factor in this as well is that Ravens have obviously, we've chronicled it the last three weeks, they've been dominating time of possession. But a lot of it's been weighted in the second half. If they started to road-grade teams a little earlier and play keep away and run themselves to a lead, then now you're forcing teams that don't really throw the ball that well, right? like Carolina, like Atlanta, Mm -hmm. like Denver, to throw it more than they'd like to, which means more opportunities for guys like Justin Houston to affect the quarterback. Yes, And for the first time...
4: It's a perfect storm. For the
2: first time since...
4: Even prior to Wink's tenure here, you don't have to blitz. And Mike McDonald hasn't blitzed, and they're still tied yeah. for eighth in the league in sacks per game. And the interior guys are doing it. Where last year they had five sacks over 17 games. This year they have eight and a half. So credit. that's made all the difference. Hey, by the
3: way, credit to Mike McDonald as well. Because like the yes. first month of the season, we thought he was might be over, in over his head.
2: And he's he. They've done a really good job. If, and he lost his playmaking safety. No, look, we thought they could have been at an early crossroads when Williams goes down and Peters is a little bit irate, and guys aren't figuring out where they're supposed to be, and they're blowing assignments. And are they buying into this zone defense? Are they understanding it? Is is uh, right? Are, are, is the secondary? Are the secondary coaches teaching it to them in a way they understand? Like what's going on here? Lack of a lot of that's. It died down.
4: I was going to say lack of talented inside linebacker. A lot of mm-hmm. no depth at outside linebacker coming into the year. So this defense is really coming into its own at this point. And again, with this offense, hopefully continuing to dominate time of possession, they're only going to get better because they'll be well rested. I, I, we haven't talked about this before,
3: but maybe we talk about the buy being good for everybody, but. Marcus Peters, the buy might have been really
2: good for Marcus Peters. It's the guy that, look, it was obvious he was not 100%. Sure. Yeah, look, the whole corner situation will be interesting um, in terms of durability and then, uh, you know, is how tested is their depth. Um, it, it is, a you know, we say this all the time, especially in this league right now. There's not a lot of perfect teams out there, and everybody mm-hmm. has their warts. And I think if you're looking at this team right now, you're thinking about wide receiver. It's kind of the corresponding positions, right? Wide receiver and corner. And could that, could either of those um, depth personnel issues, what have you, be problematic?
4: And that's really even wild to say because cornerback has Mm. been the strength of this team for years and years. and. Unfortunately, the injury to Kyle Fuller, who had never missed a game prior to this year, that happened in week one, and now it's pressing a rookie, Pepe Williams, into action. Brandon Stevens played predominantly safety last year, and now he's back at corner. And you combine that with Marcus Peters. So I think a a lot of eyes are going to be on Marcus Peters Sunday to see how he bounces back.
3: I'll say it before. I'll say it again. You, You talk about the season, and it's 17 games. You think it's so short. But think of how... How oh, the, the ups and downs and the like, the, how much things have changed in just a matter of weeks. It feels like so long ago when this team couldn't get a stop on defense, and couldn't get to the quarterback.
2: Yeah, it was the first four or five <laughs> weeks of the season were very rough. Yeah, and, and it's
4: amazing how much has changed. It, it just. It seems like that
2: was seasons
4: ago, but it's the same season. Well, even going deeper offensively, getting zero production out of the running backs early on, now they're producing. The offensive line yeah. was a big-time oh, Remember issue. the Mike Davis days? Now they're doing Ooh. really well, and edge rusher was an issue. Now they're doing well, and obviously the addition of Roquan Smith where inside linebacker was an issue, and now it's not. So a lot has changed. We'll come back. We'll get the text of the day, also a preview
3: tomorrow's show, and I'll let you know what's coming up tonight tonight because it's a very special night here on the fan we'll let you know that next here on here on 105.7 the fan inside
2: yeah. access wineman the ginger gorilla lock and fora
3: jlc
4: it's built in
2: and Barbalace.
3: t-bone and his nonsensical amusement Woo. park inside access 105.7 the fan
2: Stevie Wonder to finish it off, Part Time Lover. Not a classic, but apropos nonetheless. Yeah, it was a hit. Yeah, but I mean on the Stevie yeah, Pantheon, yeah, There's different scales,
3: but, but, but
2: it's perfect for this 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 show. Oh, it is. Uh, part Time Lover. You two were part
3: timers last yeah, week, and this guy dropped an L bomb yeah, in the middle of it. Well, hey, no uh, Baltimore game day on center no day. BFT. BFT is a BFD tonight. Yeah,
4: it's a, it's a. It's Maryland
2: Terps basketball. Hoops. Yeah.
4: So uh what pregame starts at six. Pregame at six with Mike Popovic and then Johnny Holiday at six thirty. How yeah. do you how do
2: you plan on maximizing this additional free time, Yeah. Bo? Well, I'll go home. Walk, Zoe, and yeah. then
4: look, man. I'm going to be watching Terps basketball,
2: listening to, of course, oh, of Johnny
4: Holiday yeah. uh, on the Turn radio. Turn the volume down. But it's the first game that's been on TV. It's been Big Ten plus the first two games, so I'm just excited to watch him tonight. Yeah, I'll be
3: watching him. Uh, I'm. I got to go. Uh, Margie's car's in the shop, so I'm going to go pick up my lover and uh, take her back to the house. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh yeah, yeah. This you should probably stop right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but that's just, enough information. Yeah. yeah so that that's my evening uh i'll be watching maryland basketball t-bone asked if she's a turf fan i said
2: she is tonight so because uh, that's
3: that's what i'm watching
2: gotta watch yeah, the we Terps. haven't heard much about stones we haven't heard about a stone hangout in weeks oh boy huh there, still cold been, facts you, tomorrow you better <laughs> have you got death. something
4: for us you know how girls be i apparently <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i mean not nothing uh nothing uh person you know in person has happened so. Ah. What is it? What has you know, something in, in, zooms? in like, yeah. On, no, uh, zo- no, I mean just alternative the, the, the reality. The DMs. The DMs have been uh,
1: active, if you will.
3: Uh, oh, we have some breaking news. According to Nathan Ruiz, who covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Sun, added to the Orioles 40-man for Roll 5 protection, Grayson Rodriguez, Seth Johnson, Drew Rom, Joey Ortiz, and Noah, Noah DeNoyer. Noah made
2: it too. Good, yeah. good, good. Okay.
3: So there's there's your 40-man uh, protection as well. Uh, uh, they do have to do yeah, that. Yeah, the Orioles actually just tweeted it out. Yeah, so we get that in right under the wire. About about what we expected. Yeah. So the
4: O's have one open slot now on the forty man.
2: Yes, they do.
3: Okay. I can use that for. I guess however you want to well, use they it. Well, I can't
2: use it for Jock Peterson because he
1: accepted to nah, qualify. He the accepted, it, so it.
3: did it, Martin Perez did yeah. as well. But there are others. There are others out there. Uh, Stony, let's get the text today.
4: Check one two check. Just like our very own Cam Wyman, text of the day, driven by Oarsman Chevrolet of Baltimore, Oarsman Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, Ram of Dundalk, home of the Oarsman Promise lifetime vehicle coverage. Guys, earlier we had Rita Hubbard on, and oh, the, yeah. the question of what do you call your boyfriend yes. as an adult, or your girlfriend as an adult? Well, a text here has an answer, and he says you can call them your woman slash lady or your man.
3: Yeah. My man, my lady.
2: I, I got to say, That's, the lady thing creeps yeah, me out. My That's woman, my lady yeah. just sounds so like 70s. Like, it, do you like pina oh, coladas? T-Bone, you're the
4: authority on this. What do you think of women and men? I, I wouldn't use either. My man, I guess, but if I'm with my significant other, and let's just say I we're down cross street market, I'm introducing her to both of you guys, and I say, this is my woman. <laughs> my I lady? just think
2: it's what boyfriend that, girlfriend and I think mean? everybody everything else is being like overthought this it's is too my, much overthinking this is my boyfriend woman. and girlfriend is fine it doesn't it I mean does it sound a little juvenile I don't think so
3: I can Kate Bush song you are my lady or I am your lady and you are my man she, um, yeah, you know.
4: lady uh, ladies weird I, I do agree that's, that's my like lady you want to know who uses that term is Chuck
3: he says, lady. He oh, calls yes. his wife his lady?
4: No, just like I've heard him. We might be at Pickles. and. Does he do it talking, like Jerry Lewis, my lady? Talking to a waitress, like, oh, lady. I swear to God, huh? I've heard him. I swear. Calls her lady. I have okay. heard him say oh, that. not getting shrapnel.
3: He's been yeah. gone. Yeah. Like, well, geez, you know. yeah. Catching some. Uh, what do we have on
4: tomorrow's show? Tomorrow's show, we have Tim Murray. Going to get our best bets with him. John Martin, sports, oh, oh, update. the apps, look, Governor Larry Hogan, he said yesterday, they're cautiously optimistic before Thanksgiving. So we'll get the latest with John and Ray Rice, of course, will join us as he does each Wednesday. Ah oh, man, I can't wait to hear what and John Cordell. Martin. And Cordell, oh, yeah, oh, in the lead. I'm sorry, Cordell yeah. Woodland. And Jay Tim Murray. Sports. Did you mention Tim Murray? Yes, I he opened said Tim, Tim Murray. I'm
3: sorry, he did say Tim Murray. Murray. He did not
2: say. I did, did not, did not say Cordell. Cordell. I did not.
3: I'm excited to talk to John Martin because there sounds like
4: it's go time. Swark,
3: Swark is not... Number Swark's plotting. been defeated. <laughs> uh,
4: guys, it's been over two
3: years. Yeah, they put I up, mean, they put it, up quite a fight.
4: I'll give him a golf clap.
3: Is it a coincidence that at the same time... That Swark is defeated. The Black Panther sequel came out. Like are the, are the superheroes of Marvel, did they? I have no did idea. Did they take no, down I, now Swark? You're over my head. Tim, are you? Because yeah, he doesn't know it. I'm him.
4: not a big I kn- Stone. Don't anybody Black Black like Marvel Panther. movies? Not, I, not a Marvel guy. I've oh wow, seen you guys! Some Marvel me- movies here and there, but not. I'll have to talk to yeah. Priestley about it. Her sister said <laughs> yeah, Is Priestley. your lover Margie a, a
2: Marvel lady? <laughs> uh, is she a Marvel? Good lady? question. Yeah, I'll have to she? ask her.
3: Lover, do you, you like her? Marvel movies? Never open uh, conversation. Uh, yeah. uh, well, let's say uh, I'm waiting for the Springsteen. and I don't hear it. Yeah, there
2: you know it's there. It is. Yeah, we've got to be on time, right? Because
3: yeah,
4: it's not network technically. Oh. Yeah, but we still, as far as he knows. As far as he Yeah, we don't want short Maryland
3: change. Maryland pregame coming up next. They take on Bing- Binghamton at seven. Mike Popovic takes you up until Johnny Holiday takes over. That's coming up
1: next here on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,